The year is 2023. PBS Plus has just launched bringing the world's streaming services to 4,387. How can anyone be expected to go through all this content? Fear not, loyal passengers. Captain Joe Shoes and his first mate Mez are here to travel through space and time to bring you the best nuggets pop culture has to offer. Strap in. It's time for the Car Jomez Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 331 of the Car Jomez Podcast. I'm Mez, and my co-host, as always, is... The Magistrate of Caravan City. I'm Joe from the Car Jomez Podcast. Yeah, you are. What up, buddy? How you doing? Oh, Gomez, what a week we had. Yeah. Action pack, start to finish, lot going on, lot of good things. Mm, really, a lot of good things, no. huh? Well, well, not necessarily all good things. Okay. There was, <laughs> there was a situation where it got really cold here in oh. in Florida, and when it does that, and I know this happens everywhere, right? You get the low tire pressure notification comes up on your dashboard it when the a weather. Lot. Happens, you know, it gets to the extreme circumstances. In Florida, it happens quite a bit because our extremes are very, very hot. And when it's cold, it's very, very cold. So it got very, very cold. And I got my tire pressure light on. So I go, no big deal. This has happened to me more in Florida than it did whenever I lived in New York or in the Carolinas. For whatever reason, I feel like. It's always the that light's always coming off, so I always got to go put air in my tires. All right, no big deal, right? Because we got the Wawa Gomez, the Wawa, Ooh. and they give you free air. Oh, now, very nice. God is not the only one who gives you free air, Wawa does as well. Very good. BJ's so go. does, so yeah. I go to the BJ's. I don't understand what everyone should. It's ridiculous. Three dollars for two minutes. What the fuck, bro? And two dollars for quarters. Who got quarters for f- this? Shit? What's what the, year I, is this? They do have some that have the, the credit card now, which is very nice. But quarters, what are we doing, folks? <laughs> so I go to get, get I, I, I was like, you know what? I need to go out, get some some gasoline for the week. Sure. I said, it's a perfect time to go get air in my tires as well. Now with my new car, it tells me exactly which tire. Oh, love it. Love it. And how many pounds of PSI it's Great. off. So good. Perfect. So I see there's a couple people. Now the, the air machine have been out of service for a few days. So I had like stop by. So, the, so there's like two cars like waiting online to get air. Love it. All right. <laughs> no, no big deal, Gomez. No big deal for the superstar. I can wait. I'm at a Wawa. Guess what yeah. I do? I'll go get some freshly made snacks. Smart. I had some mozzarella sticks. Mm. I had some chicken bites. Love Good those job. pretzels. The buffalo. The, oh, I didn't mm. get a pretzel. I, I pretzel with it. the jalapeno cheese in it. Yeah. Oh, so good. <laughs> Love it. But I got like some buffalo chicken bites. And, those are and good. Some, some yeah. Mozzarella sticks Love and a Coke Zero. So I said, I got time. Whatever. No big deal. Sweet. So I eat my little snack. I get in the car. I get on the line. There's one. I'm just waiting on this one car to finish up with the air. What is this old man? Oh, forget about it. <laughs> and to make matters worse, his wife is in the passenger seat. Oh, goodness. Until she felt like the old man wasn't doing a good enough job. 
And then she opened her door. Oh my god! Swung her legs out and and still sat in the car. She never got out. She never got you know. She just sat there and just yelled at the man. Got to hear you better when you open the door. You know you can... So she's like, Jerry, what are you doing? <laughs> and he's like, I'm trying, Alice. I can't see the number, Alice. <laughs> Of course, they would have old people names like Jerry and Alice. Oh, and they just went back and forth. I mean, for a solid, Gomez, I shit you not, for a solid 15 minutes. 15 of just minutes. 15 minutes of putting air in the tires. Where, where now the line behind me has gotten like five cars deep of people waiting on air. 15 minutes is wild, though. And finally... They finally finish up. Finally, she's satisfied because I guess when he was put in the air, he couldn't read the PSI on the machine. So he kept taking it off to look at the machine and then having to go back and look at up. And oh, my goodness, it was horrible, horrible. And then when they finish, they finally get back in the car. Like, oh, thank God. Jerry and Alice are on their way out. Thank God. My man almost backs up right into me. <laughs> Why you on his ass, bro? We give him some space. I gave him lots of space. <laughs> I'm sure you did. The man had a moon's worth of, you know, uh, even a small moon is a big moon. It's, big, it's true. <laughs> oh, oh. So that, I'm surprised you didn't week. fucking break it. You get there and now there's no air I, left. I, oh, <laughs> that would have been the icing on the cake, right? Oh, my goodness. But... I did get my air, my gas, Whew. my mozzarella sticks, and I had a otherwise not horrible <laughs> day outside. It's not bad, though. I mean, you know, if you got to wait, at least you had some snacks. You can't go wrong with some well, snacks said, in the car. No, you know what? I didn't even get in the car. I parked. I went inside. I picked yeah. up some cigarettes and some snacks and just sat at the table chilling. Oh, at the snacks. table. See, I would have just ate it in the car. No, no, no. Then when you I were got- really just chilling. Yeah, I figured I got some time. I'm here, you know, whatever. It's been a couple days since the air machine worked. I know it's working right now. And then when I was ready, I got back on the line. Unbelievable. What a day. What a day. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys for listening to the Car Jomez podcast. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever it is that you're listening to it or watching it on youtube at youtube.com slash at car jomez pod remember to click like leave a comment leave those lobster kisses that you know i love seeing so very very much share it with your friends leave a five-star review wherever you possibly can and if you do screenshot it tweet it to us at car jomez and you could get one of our last couple Mm. of our autographed 8x10s. And then I think, Gomez, we should do a new for 23 8x10, probably coming up soon. Oh, exciting. One of the fun ideas we could come up with. Mm. You know, we not like we've seen such heavy viewership on the YouTube as of yet, but if you uh, add everything together, it, it it is helping expand the audience a little bit, and I love sure. that. So thank you guys for listening, watching, whatever it is that you're doing. All our new listeners, old listeners, new viewers, old viewers, and uh, and Joey Hudson just because. Because, <laughs> Gomez, I see you wearing the, the Eli Manning jersey today. Our, our, our pal Joey Hudson. 
he purifies himself in the waters of Lake Manitoba. <laughs> yeah, enjoy your Kirk Cousins, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so he he was talking shit on uh, in in the group uh, the other day. Oh no! About Minnesota being better than New York sports, and I commented, "Bro, what the hell is even Minnesota?" And he wrote back, "You know, like in Purple Rain when Prince goes somewhere, or you know, like in the Mighty Ducks where Gordon Bombay goes somewhere. That's Minnesota." (laughs) That's one way to describe. Minnesota, you know, I've been there two times. I don't hate the place. I don't really like the place. It's just a place where sometimes you got to go, you know? Minnesota. Fuck Minnesota. <laughs> New York Giants, baby. We're going to the Super Bowl. I said it yesterday. The Giants are going to the Super Bowl. I ain't scared of no NFC team. Get out of here. AFC, on the other hand, we're going to get smoked in that Super Bowl. But the NFC, whoo, Danny Dimes, we good, bro. I ain't scared. Jalen I can't Hurts, get out of here. Because we were talking about, like, what is he, like, year four or five in the league now, right? Yeah. And he on his contract. Everybody thought he was dog shit for the first three of these. So what just happened to this man? A good coach goes a long way, bro. Apparently. I wouldn't know. I'm good. still a Jets fan. Hey, your coach isn't so bad. I, no, it's just our quarterback is. Your quarterback was the problem. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm saying. Daniel Jones is, I mean, played great. It was great the other day. But he's a good, solid quarterback. He's good enough to win. You know, that's what the Jets need. Someone who's just good enough to win. Just don't fuck up. If we would have had Chad Pennington this year. Forget about it. Would have been 12-5. and I think it was some shit, right? If you guys scored fucking 18 points a game, you would have won like 12 games this year. (laughs) Yeah. 22 was the average points per game, I believe, in the NFL. And if the Jets had just scored that, they would have been twelve and five. Yeah, unbelievable. That's that's a big deal. So you might. Uh, but speaking of historic weekends, Gomez. Oh, what happened here? Your best friends, your blue buddies. Here we go. <laughs> Avatar set a record this week. What's going on in fucking Avatar Land? What's going on in Pandora? So fifth weekend, yes, and they're still number one at the box office, right? Thirty-one point one million dollars this weekend. Second was Megan again, seventeen point nine. It's great for Megan. Third is a movie I didn't know this was out, let alone existed. Uh, Puss in Boots: The Last Wish. Yeah, it came out Christmas time. It's also out on uh, VOD now at home. So well, that came in third this weekend, thirteen point four million. Supposed to be great, supposedly, like legit, like supposed to be really good. Maybe it is. I've, I've never been a fan of the Shrek universe. Oh, Shrek is good. I just I had a little brother, so he was into Shrek. So I yeah, grew up with Shrek. I think I like I've always been into it's not like I'm like, oh, well, I grew up or whatever. Like, that's not the case. I mean, you guys no, I get I talk it. about every for yes. whatever reason, just I, I never got into Shrek, you know, but Avatar 2. The shape of water, the way of the water, the way of the water, right? Not the shape of water. Uh, the second highest fifth weekend box office gross. Crazy. The only one it's behind is Avatar 1. Avatar's a thing, bro. It's so being I, a thing again. 
Avatar won its fifth weekend, grossed $42.8 million. That's in January 2010, so 13 years ago. Crazy. Ridiculous. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Fifth week, <laughs> for your fifth weekend, that's absurd. That's so crazy. Avatar 2, now the number two spot. $31.1 million in its fifth weekend. And I think last week it even went up. It had went up from its previous week. This movie is just, I, there's nothing I mean, coming out, bro. But this like is we, it. There's nothing coming out. And like we said, if you have any intention of seeing this movie ever, do it now while it's in yes. theaters, in a fancy screen. Because, like, it's visually, it's fucking fantastic to look at. Unbelievable. Now, Third on this list for b- fifth weekend box office, Titanic at thirty million. I was gonna say it's got to be one of his other movies. So that's what James he does. Cameron is just He's the king. He this is, is why he is the the blockbuster extraordinaire. He is. He's unbelievable. He he don't miss, bro. I mean, we make fun of him, and he's just sitting there going, "What's up?" I told yeah. you everything he said. It's true. It's like, yep. And uh, we still got a couple weeks before anything uh, important comes out. I guess Ant-Man would be the next big release, right? Well, That's I weeks mean, away. This weekend, Gomez. Live 15 for the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast is going to be coming at you from Orlando, and you can order it and watch live. Oh, that's cool. On the Premier Sport Network, I believe it's called. Oh, okay. I was going to have a premium it's sports like a, network. It's like a new fight TV <clears throat> type of thing. They got an app or something or a website? What do you got to do? Yeah. You you go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's new. I haven't really become accustomed to it yet. By but next can, week, we'll have some proper plugs. <laughs> but you can watch it live. And I'm going to cool. be there. And, and of course, the major pod guys and, and special guests. We love special guests. You got a hint? You got a hint? What, what we Sandy thinking? Guevara. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that, really. that, that one's announced already. Oh, okay. I wonder how that's going to work. He's I, not really liked. <laughs> I, I've never met him. I, I kind of never heard of him. Um, I understand. He's an AEW guy. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so he's going to be there and, and, you know, a bunch of other special guests. So I, I've got a big week coming up. entertain the masses so if you're going to be there live and in person it's an afternoon show you come hang out with us the major pod crew come spend all your money at my gimmick table and then (laughs) hang out have some drinks we'll all be there floating around drinking you know mingling and then the eagles are playing the giants saturday night so everyone should have no trouble watching the game because we will be at a bar that's pretty awesome that turns out pretty cool Look at that. Awesome stuff. Live 15. Look Giants, Eagles. And you said the Giants are going to win. You're not worried about the Eagles who went like, I don't know, 16 and 1 this year or something? Nah, it's all right. Division rivals. It don't matter. Okay. Those yeah, games, that's, you know, that's true. It's, it's going to be close and whatever, you know, so we could pull it off. I don't think the Eagles are this scary. You think the Eagles are this scary good team just because they lost two games? Like, no, not really. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> exactly. Because I don't think anything positive of Philadelphia. <laughs> Except for the come on, we like a couple of things. We like we like Pat Burrow. We like Tony Luke's. <laughs> no, no, that's I stop at Tony Luke's. 
two things: Pat Burrow and Tony Lukes. Man, take out Pat Burrow substitute. Nah, Rocky. <laughs> okay, yes, of course, Rocky. So three, three things. I put that two on things, the big yes, finish. Two, two things. Top Maybe. three things about Philadelphia. <laughs> um, think of a third. <laughs> hold on, guys. So, so three things about Philadelphia: Tony Luke's, uh, Rocky, boys to men. Oh, that's a very good one. Fresh Prince, right? Will Smith. We love Will Smith. <laughs> Motown, Philly, back again. <laughs> <laughs> I love the guitar. The third member of our show, the guitar. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's it. Top top three things about Philadelphia. I mean, that's that's more than enough, honestly. In fact, it might be too many. We're <laughs> being nice, giving it an extra thing. Nah, but we love Rocky. Come on. This, all of course. I'm sure you can name really a top two. I'm sure there's 10 things in Philly or about Rocky people, that I like. <laughs> or people who are from Philly that, you know, there's probably there's no baseball player who's from Philly. It's probably a Philly baseball player. Doesn't have to play for Philly, I mean. No, but he has but, to be from Philly. Uh, you know, I'm sure there's somebody from the East you, Coast. You know, technically, Mike oh, Trout considers the Phillies his hometown team because he's from really? South Jersey. Okay, there you go. See, so it was like a big thing. Like Bryce Harper was like actively trying to recruit him when yeah, you know his free agency was coming up. That would have sucked for the world. That, that would have been terrible. That would have been awful to have to. There'd be no world. We'd probably be dead right now. The no, world would have ended. Oh <laughs> Definitely. But well, Mike Trout, very big Eagles fan. Well. Guess what, Mike Trout? You're going down, brother. You're going down. Oh, Ahmed Johnson, bro. <laughs> Was that him in that picture of the young rock? No. So oh, who, who is that? Here Who's is that supposed the to be? Now this picture made its its way all over the internet. Gomez will put it on for those of you watching on yes. YouTube. Um, it's this backstage photo of the you know the cast of Young Rock, and it's been making the rounds all over the social media because people are just shitting on the casting of the Rock. And honestly, for those of you who have a problem with this, take it from me. Shut the fuck up. It's a TV show that's not made for you, the wrestling fan. It's made for casual people who may mother. or may not know about wrestling. They just know that they really, really like that rock guy. Yes. So no one cares that fucking The Undertaker doesn't really look like The Undertaker. Job. Like, but who gives a shit? I know. I so get what there's in this photo, if you look on the left of this photo, there's this guy in all denim on crutches with a knee brace and a fucking ponytail like Goro from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. People are like, is this Ahmed Johnson? The answer is no. This is professional wrestler Chad Frost. Who? Exactly. Chad Frost is a fictitious wrestler. Oh, my God. Hold on. There's a reason. So who didn't give their likeness up? It's not about who didn't give their likeness. It's about who The Rock refused to acknowledge in this show because the guy was such a complete dickhead to him and tried to get him fired when he was, like, on the come up and 
you know, was struggling for a while? The answer is good old HBK Shawn Michaels. That's fucking hysterical. The Rock holds grudges. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, did that episode air, or is that just like a picture that's going around? If if it's aired, I haven't watched it yet. Okay. Because I don't watch in, like, you know, in real time. Sure. Because I would like to see the what what is the context of that photo? Like, who is this fake person? What are they saying this fake person's doing? Like, I need to know about this fake person now. I'm very curious. This is great. See, because the thing is that that photo, it's been everywhere just because people want to yeah. shit on the casting. <clears throat> and honestly, like the Triple H guy, like everyone shit on him. He's fucking fine. Who gives a shit? I think it's mostly the Undertaker. Triple <laughs> The Undertaker and, and other people. Now you got everyone going through every fucking wrestler that makes an appearance with a fucking fine tooth comb. It's ridiculous. But to do. the thing is, like, everybody's like, oh, that must be Ahmed. He He's kind of hurt yeah. around that time. But no, no, it's not. There's a deeper meaning behind it. And I it's like just the, the Rock has heat with Sean and will never forgive Sean. So there's just Chad Frost in his place. Unbelievable. Shawn Michaels, come on, bro. He's a new man. He's given he's given his life to Christ. And that's that's all well and good. That doesn't mean he wasn't a dickhead before that. I'm with the of rock course. here. You don't have to fucking forgive everyone. You gotta do nothing. Exactly. <laughs> I just love it. All right. Sean was a fucking grown man. He could have he could have chosen not to be an asshole. Shawn Michaels choose not to be an asshole. What? Yeah. <laughs> never, never that. I mean, just because him and Brett hugged in the ring for a fucking million dollars doesn't mean The Rock has to do the same. Doesn't mean Brett really Look, forgives him either. Yeah. Well, we know who Brett doesn't forgive, and that's fucking Goldberg. <laughs> Any chance he gets, fuck Bill Goldberg. I love it. I love that level of pettiness. It's so funny. I was going to say, like, I appreciate some good pettiness. It's, and it's commitment, bro. Bret Hart taking every opportunity possible to say something horrible about Bill Goldberg is, <laughs> I mean, chef's kiss, baby. I love it. Goldberg's like, bro, just leave me alone. <laughs> Yo, I'm an old man. I'm just trying to put my kid through college. I every, said sorry, please. Every class he goes to, some other kid is asking my kid why Bret Hart hates his dad. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Oh, that's that's why I love Bret Hart in his later years. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've grown to love him. <laughs> now you were always a Shawn guy back in the day, though, right? I was a Shawn Michaels guy, so it made me love wrestling. I love Shawn Michaels. Oh my god, when he turned to Marty Jannetty, what a day that was! Woo! That was just the thirty-year anniversary, I believe it was, or thirty thirty-one year, maybe thirty-two. I, it, the anniversary just passed, but it's it's over thirty years now. That rumble when he won the the first time, 95. I watched that rumble all the time. I was like one of my rumbles. I watched all the time. It was great. Love him and Bulldog were one and two, right? Yep. And then and there they was the two it. of them at the end. It was so great. Love that. Remember, and they had to change the rules at the last minute when Mike Sean eliminated himself. And they're like, oh, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, foot wasn't down. <laughs> oh, but that was a good one. Are you going to do some Royal Rumble rewatches? It's coming up, you know. That's a lot of people like do to do re-watches. in January. Um, I do enjoy the Rumble every year, though. I'll watch the Rumble for sure. I mean, it's Ooh. it's probably my, Royal Rumble for, for years and years, probably going b- back to when I was a kid. It was like my most anticipated event of the year. 
Of course, because it's exciting. It's something different. It's some, you know, WrestleMania is great, but it's just matches. You get matches yeah. all the time. Royal Rumble, baby. Oh, now WrestleMania, it does have that like Super Bowl feel sure, to sure. it, you know. But but the Rumble has always been my favorite. Yes, that would have been like one of my um, bucket list items for wrestling. I would have liked to have been in a Royal Rumble. Uh, it ain't over yet, bro. What are you? You done? What are you? It's very over. Yes. <laughs> Bro, Tony Khan buys WWE. He starts hiring no some. Of, he starts hiring some of your friends. Your friends make some calls. Come on, bro. No. <laughs> all of a sudden, we got to have a 100 man Royal Rumble just because Tony Khan has all these guys under contract. Bro, that was the best. 100 man Royal was 108 man battle royal. Battle royal, royal Japanese. Yeah. Oh my god, that was good times. Good shit. I oh, like that man. World War Three. You didn't like World War Three with the three rings? Well, that one was okay. <laughs> it gave me an excuse to cheer for Super Colo. It was always a mess. This is too much going on with three rings. You, you had too and much. No, you couldn't follow it. You had no. It's, the camera was always in the wrong place on the wrong ring. Yeah, it was a disaster. It's WCW. What do you expect? Oh, uh, so, but Gomez, in addition to all this hot chatter that we've had. I watched a ton of stuff this week. Did you, Joseph? I really did. So the first thing I want to talk about yeah. is our, our main man, Bernie Madoff. <laughs> okay. Now, we all know Bernie Madoff, the Ponzi scheme guy, fucking Close. ruined lives, right? There's ruined this the four, Mets. Four, yeah, ruined the Mets. There's this four-part like docu-series on Netflix, and I was kind of like bored. I didn't want to like put anything on that I really had to pay like deep, deep attention to. So I'm like, Oh, you know what? Let me check this out. So I just put it on. I'm laying on the couch and just watching and watching. And then I'm like getting more into it and more into it before That's I know good. it. I watched all four of these episodes. Love it. That's great. So I watch. it's called uh made off like the monster of wall street. It's on Netflix. Monster of wall street. <laughs> How this guy got to the point. Like how he was able to get away with this for as long as he was is utterly absurd. I'm sure All it's the signs were there. All yeah. the signs, not only that, you had people from other financial institutions like going to the SEC and telling them, yo, none of this makes sense. You guys got to look into this. He's got at least this many billion dollars hooked up into this. Something is fucked up here. And it turns out, like, this man did nothing but take other people's money. He just took it for himself. And then whenever anyone would try to withdraw, he'd have to, like, scavenge to find other people to invest so he could take that money to give to the people who were trying to withdraw. It's insane. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but very interesting. For something I didn't really have high hopes for to keep my attention it really did. So it's I believe it's four episodes. It's on Netflix. I would say go check it out. I, I give it a triple main man. Did it need to be four episodes? Could have been condensed? It, prob it probably could have been two. He dragged it a little more? Okay. But because they have all these instances and they keep going with like more and more proof. But it's like at some point, like you get the point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay. yeah. You, you probably, if, if you wanted to make it just like a movie, I guess, you probably could have done it and. Yeah, you know, two hours. 90 or 100 minutes, you know what I mean? But I mean, it was it was good. Definitely worth a watch. 
No, definitely. That's something that does sound interesting. If you have a, because it is an interesting story, obviously, this guy yeah. with all this money. That's good to know. I'll write that down. I will uh, check that out soon. Hmm. Wolf Monster. Oh, boy. Let me see. I watched a couple things too, Joe. Let me give you something I watched. Oh, tell me. So, where are you on COVID related media? Like, you want that shit in your movies and shit like that? Like, like I mean, knives I'm, out. I'm not, uh, I'm not actively onion. seeking it out. Sure, like Glass Onion. It's like a quick little bit, you yes. know, like they acknowledge it and then they move on, right? Like that's, I guess, what we really want from our movies. You can acknowledge it, but don't move on. Yeah, so, I guess. So this weekend, uh, a new horror movie dropped on Peacock called Sick. It's written by Kevin Williamson. He is the oh, he did Dawson's Creek. He did Dawson's Creek and he also did the original Scream. He no one knows guy. him for that. So, <laughs> so he hasn't made a movie in a while, so it's a big deal. Okay. Uh, it's a slasher movie and it revolves around COVID. COVID is plays a significant role in the movie. People wear masks, it moves the story along, stuff like that. So <clears throat> Excuse me. Originally, I like I don't really want to see COVID stuff, but because of Kevin Williamson, I'm like, I'm gonna give it a shot. And you know what? I thought it was really good. The way they they make it work, you know, you might not like it because it deals with COVID stuff. So you're like, like eh, whatever. But what is it about the COVID stuff that bothers you? Well, just just being reminded of it, or <clears throat> yes, like because I don't. It's one movie, so it's not so bad. If every show and movie that we did decided to tackle the subject, it would get tiresome. Yeah. So, you know, when I see a COVID thing, I'm like, eh, do I really want to, like, you know, COVID was not fun in this house. You know, it wasn't a well, yeah. a good time. So uh, it's not like, ugh. So, but <clears throat> I gave it a shot, and I liked it. Like I said, I don't want to see now 10 other horror movies deal with shit like this, because then it'd be mm -hmm. like, no. But yeah. for this one-off, you know, it's free on Peacock. Enjoy, and uh, I think uh, I think the fans will like it. The passengers here, it's a good how, slash. How many main men? Uh that's, that's what we really care about here. Three and a half. I'll give it three and a half. Oh wow! Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Better than Megan. Yes, I enjoyed it more than Megan. Like I said, okay, but, like I said, Megan. I just I wanted more silly. Yeah, I've talked to some friends, and we, you know, we kind of on the same boat. We watch some silly shit. So when everyone's losing their mind on the internet about some silly shit, we're like, "Here we go, let's get silly." It wasn't that silly. Oh, so three and a half on sick it is called, and it's free on sick. Peacock. Free on Peacock, yes, the big. Oh, so something, free. something else I watch, Gomez. Ooh, I don't man. think you have watched this. Like I said, I packed a lot into this week. Yeah. I came fucking loaded today. Mm. And this is uh, the hype is probably over by now, but I'm just getting around to it. I watched Wednesday on Netflix. Oh, okay. Now, I didn't really have a lot of interest in this. It's not like I was a big Adams Family fan, even when it did that hot comeback when we were kids with the Christina yeah. Ricci movie and the cartoon series. I was like, oh, I guess, like, okay, fine. Sure. But Everybody was talking about this was the hot thing a few weeks back, right? We're probably yes. like three or four weeks probably a month out ago, from yeah. that now. Uh, it's eight episodes. They're all about, you know, 48, 49 minutes in that vicinity. And it's a, a different take on it. So it's 
Wednesday is kind of about high school age and it's like a teen drama. She goes away to a boarding school and it's about her finding herself and how to deal with her powers, you know, because she's got that, uh, uh, what do they call it? The psychic abilities, Ooh. telepathy and stuff. She has visions. So it's about her like just learning how to deal with this. And it stars Jenna Ortega, who Love I don't really know from a lot, but I know she was in the Scream movie from last year. And she was in Studio 666, the Dave Grohl movie. Yes. And she does a voice for that Jurassic Park cartoon, uh, Camp uh, oh, Cretaceous or yeah. whatever. So this is a well-established character, right? Wednesday Adams. Sure. It's, you know, that demure, goth, quiet. Mm -hmm. like She fucking nails it, dude. She looks great. All the clips I've seen, she seems great. Her demeanor, her body language... I got really hooked. I like I thought I would watch an episode and be like, okay, you know, I'll watch the next one, you know, later. Maybe I watch two episodes and put it off. Instead, I sat there. I, I think I watched the whole thing over the course of two days where I watched like four episodes and four episodes. Listen, it's not the greatest thing you're ever gonna see. It's got its issues, it's got its holes. I really liked Wednesday. I had a really good time with it. I, I thought the casting was good, I thought the story was fun. It does get a little drawn out. There's like a side storyline going on that I was like, oh, does this really need to be here? But it's to try to cause um, drama within some of the other characters on the side. Sure. It probably could have been left out. I don't think anyone would have minded if it had hit the cutting room floor. And we get a, uh, it's more than a cameo. She's a regular cast member in this show. Christina Ricci is back. Oh, there was a rumor that she might be Uncle Fester. They might have done a Uncle Fester. No, thing. you know who was Uncle Fester? Who? Um, fuck, what the guy's name? Fred Armisen? Was that it? Oh yeah. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna, I can see him. I can see him being an Uncle Fester. Uh, he has that kind of. Let me look it up right now. Face. Yeah. Um, Jenny um, Ortega. She was on a, a dis. She's a Disney girl. Yes. When uh, when Shiloh was first born, she was on a show that was on Disney. So I've watched it quite a bit. It was a cute show. And uh, now she's the new Scream Queen. She's in so many things. She's also in... Uh... It is. It's Fred Armisen, by the way. Oh, yes. And he's... He's, in... <laughs> he's great. Fred Armisen's great. Yeah, Jenny Ortega's great. She's been in a lot of horror movies lately. Uh, so this is perfect. I mean, she's like... I think within the past two years, she's been in like five, six horror-related things. Like she's yeah, turning she, into her IMDb. If you Love look it. at it, especially yeah. recently, very, very full. Yeah, so she's she's great. Uh, so we love the Adams family. You know, we watched, we show Shiloh the the movies. She's seen the cartoons. She's seen the movies we grew up with. So we love Adams family here. But for some reason, this show we just uh, I don't know. We just never. I, I think it's it. worth a watch. I think um, I don't necessarily know whether I would show her or not. That's really sure. I'm not a parent, but I don't think as many. It's not like there's um, like nudity or whatever. Yeah, no, I couldn't imagine nothing too. Oh, uh, there could be some some scary scenes because there sure. are some monsters <laughs> and you know there's a lot of. Um, I hope so. Yeah, Adam's you know, family. So, yeah. I want to see some monsters. Yeah, you got some monsters. You got some some uh, dramatic parts. Mm -hmm. So, you know, got some tension there. But uh, I, all in all, I had a good time with this series. I, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to season two now. Oh, is that confirmed? They're all going to yes, make that? That is oh, confirmed. 
very nice. Hope it doesn't get canceled. This is the new thing where they announced there's another season. Sometimes they even finish the season. But these companies are just sitting on these shows now where they're like, we finished the show, we're not releasing. It's happened like two or three times. Nothing that I've watched or mm-hmm. anything, but just seeing people tweet about it and following certain uh, websites. Uh, it's like this thing where they're like, yeah, we finished season two production, but we're, we're going to hold off on the show. It's like this thing. I don't know. It must be some tax bullshit ever since I, Batgirl. That's probably it. Yeah. you know, And I think um, there's a lot more of that than we know about, in all honesty. Yeah, of course. You know, where these companies are basically throwing money at these projects and then just using them as tax write-offs. That way they can claim, oh, like Batgirl, for instance, was what, $80 million? That now Warner Brothers can just look at and say, tax well, write-off. yeah, thanks for well, trying. God damn, a tax write Oh, goodness. Uh, I watched another horror movie, Joe. Tell me this, about it. This I is, love horror movies. So this is the, the big horror movie of the moment right now. It's called uh, Skinamarink, you know, like Skinamarinky Dinky Do, you know, that stupid ass fucking song. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't. You don't remember? Okay. Skinamarinky Dinky Ding, Skinamarinky Ding. I love you. So it's this really weird movie. It play. It's been playing horror festivals. Um, last year. It got leaked, right? And it became this viral thing on TikTok. People calling it the scariest movie, blah, 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 right? So it got picked up by Shudder. It'll be on Shudder very soon. I think uh, the end of the month, next month. But so it had a limited release this weekend in theaters, uh, a couple showings a day. Uh, And it's this movie about these kids. Their dad goes to bed. Mm -hmm. And when he goes to bed, the house that they live in, all the doors and windows disappear. Okay. So once the guy goes to bed. He goes upstairs, goes to sleep. The kids are downstairs. All of a sudden, the house just starts. So now no one can get out while this man is asleep. So the reason this movie is popular is because uh, it's really weird. It's First of all, you don't see anyone's face the whole movie. Right, there's three people in the whole movie. You don't see anyone's face. Everything is kind of shot from. I know some girls like that on OnlyFans. <laughs> Got to protect the image. I get it, baby. So, uh, it's weird in that sense. And then the movie is very dark. Not a lot of stuff happens. It's a lot of creepy sounds. It's just a very. It's like a. It's like a, a film student movie that you would see. You know, like mm. some crazy. Oh, I'm gonna do this avant-garde horror movie, right? It's so yeah. weird. And so it's like that kind of thing, but it's like this popular thing. So people are going to the theater, people are walking out within 10 minutes of the movie, people are angry leaving the theater. It's either one of these you love it or you hate it movies, you know? Okay. Like you don't I'm in the I don't really like the fucking movie. <laughs> like I get what they're going for. It's just it's 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 hard to stay awake at times because there's like nothing going on, and it's and how so long is dark. It? It's about uh now a little over an hour and a half, probably an hour forty ish, hour fifty. It's a thing, so it's going to be this thing in a couple weeks when it's on Shutter. More people will start talking about it, but uh, Skin Marink is the name. If I it's can't available, wait to see it. If it's available in the movie theater. I've heard people who have seen the movie at home for when it leaked 
saying when you watch it at home in front of a, a computer screen, maybe even with headphones on, the movie works a little better. That's not really meant for this big, wide experience, you know, because it's so contained and shit. I don't know. I'm okay. going to give it a shot when it comes on Shutter. I will watch it again. I'll put it on my, uh, my MacBook. I'll remind Joe, and uh, we'll get a review of this. This is it's gonna be very decisive. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. <laughs> so, I mean, the, this begs the question now: How many main men? I mean, like two, like one and a half, Ooh. two. Like you know, I can see. I get why people like it. It's just it's not me. Like I don't know. It's just not. Now the not people that you see liking it, I'm always interested in this because there's such a discrepancy when it comes to horror between people who are hardcore, genuine, lifelong horror fans. Then there really is like the casuals. You know what I mean? There's there's always the people who say, "Oh yeah, I love horror," but the, not in the way that that hardcore inner circle level of fan does. Yeah. Do you find the people who are like you, do you think they share the same opinion? Um, I'm trying to think. I, th- I think it is very mixed. I think more are on my side that aren't getting it. There's obviously one or two that are like champion it. This is the best. Mm-hmm. But I feel most of what I'm seeing is more on the I'm happy it exists. I'm happy someone's trying some stuff. I'm happy it got a release, but it's not for me. It's not. It's not. Not my cup of tea. Because usually, from what I see outside looking in, is whenever there is these, you know, big opinions of stuff, like you said with Megan last week. For you, you liked it, but not to the level that people were making it out on the internet. And I feel like that's probably a similar circumstance where the people who are, you know boots on the ground horror fans probably share a similar opinion for the most part yes i feel like there's there's not as big a discrepancy between the hardcore horror fans when it comes to stuff like this and then yes for the, the most part we champion the same movies like yeah you know nothing's underrated no more everybody loves the same shit <laughs> yeah, like, yeah 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 you know, back then, well, and, uh, but it's also because of all the tools we have at our at sure. our disposal now. Yes, we're able to express these opinions, have these conversations in more fluent ways than we, you know, ever have. I mean, every every day brings us a new social media form. Sure. Mastodon is already gone and buried. <laughs> so you is know. Hive. We're done with Hive. I feel, especially nowadays, so something like uh, Halloween Three, which I guess you could say like ten years ago was this underrated. Uh, horror movie because it's the one that doesn't have Michael Myers, has nothing mm. to do with any of the other movies. Uh, so everyone always talks, oh, it's so underrated. Nowadays, if someone ain't telling you it's underrated, you're like, what? Because that's the, yeah. everyone's like, Halloween 3, Halloween 3. It's become like the, this is the movie now. It's, you know, It's become the Die Hard is a Christmas movie argument. Yes, exactly. 100%. That's exactly it. So now it's like, Things are now starting to get a little overrated, I feel. Yeah. We're doing a little too much champion. Champion other things. When when you're on one side of the fence, you almost feel like you have to go double down even harder and even fuller because you want to make your point. And, you you know, whatever, even if the person's not arguing with you, it's like, yeah, okay, you like it, but I love it. (laughs) No, you don't understand, bro. (laughs) 
Like, all right, all right, I get it. I get that you get it, but you don't really get it. <laughs> I love it. But Gomez, something I get. Mm, well, you because got... you know me. I have a lot of varied interests. That's of why course. that's why I work so well on this podcast, because we could talk about anything and everything. And one of the things I have spoken about for years, one of the things I have championed for years is Velma Dinkley. <laughs> this is a perfect example, right? Don't you feel a couple years ago, Velma was underrated? Everybody is right? on board now. It Everybody thing. loves it Velma. Thing. Every girl dresses up as a sexy Velma. And I it's appreciate that. Of course. I appreciate <laughs> You want to talk about if, they, if there is such a thing as a Velma fetish, I have it. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but you know what? Like, Gomez, when I first started bringing this up, no, I, I don't, like, it was my thing. Sure. Like, like am I making that up? Do you think no. I'm not? When I think of Velma being sexy, I think of Joe first, always. You think of me being sexy? <laughs> I mean, you know, they did cast a sexy Velma in the Scooby-Doo movies when, you know, we were younger. You know, Linda Cardellini, I mean, oh, hello. Yeah, yeah. That's a sexy Velma. So they knew what they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> they they put out a movie directly at the Joe demographic. Yeah. This, this, which is, this is, is where it starts. Which is happened. exactly where HBO Max was trying to hit hard this week with their release of the new adult animated series simply called Velma. Yes. Velma. So, so they released two episodes uh, that I've watched so far. I don't know if uh, if they've released the uh, third one yet. I believe next week. Every Thursday they do Thursday drops. Every Thursday. So I've I've watched two so far. Two episodes. Yeah. It is supposed to be like an origin story of how Velma yeah. became this you know sleuth, you know genius, whatever. <laughs> yes. And it's it stars Mindy Kaling as Velma, the voice of Velma. Glenn Howerton, who's Fred. He's uh, Dennis from It's Always Sunny. Constance Wu, she's in a bunch of shit, is Daphne. And Sam Richardson, who we know from Hocus Pocus 2 and The After Party. <laughs> Hocus Pocus. He, yes. Hocus Pocus 2, baby. I love He's it. the yes. museum guy. He um, <laughs> He's Norville, so we don't say Shaggy yet. He's not I don't Shaggy yet, I guess. <laughs> I, I guess we're that you got to work up to that. I guess that's the big yeah. that's the big season finale. Shaggy <laughs> revealed. Um, I don't know what I was expecting out of this series. The first episode fucking kicked me right in the fucking gut, though, because I was not expecting any of that. So uh let me see. How do I want to say? So the Velma show, it's an adult cartoon. Adult cartoons sometimes are not always. I'm not always a fan of them because it tries too hard to be an adult yes. cartoon, and that's all. It's like just be a cartoon that has adult themes. Don't hey, look at me, I'm adult. Fuck fuck. So you know, there's a little bit of that in this show. Um, also, this is a thing I hate. That's becoming a thing. It's just, but it's every, everything we watch. Well, everybody's the same character. Everybody is a wise ass. Everybody. Has something to say. Everybody, does, it's supposed to be. There's one person who does that. This person does this. Now everyone's got the same sense of humor in the show. Everyone's got the same quips. It's like with the Marvel movies. Not everyone's supposed to talk like Tony Stark. 
you know, Thor shouldn't be saying shit that Tony Stark says. And so that's this show's got a lot of that. Everybody's laying the same type of shit down. And after a while, it's like, all right, I get it. It, it gets a little tiring for me. I don't know about you. That's how I feel about and shows. No, like I that. think that's a good way to describe it because I came in thinking this is this is gonna be for me. Yeah. Like the HBO said, okay, you know what? Joe talks about Netflix and Hulu and Disney Plus a lot. What can we do to get him to talk about us? I know. We'll give him a show about Velma. Okay, oh, yeah. sign me up. <laughs> I want to love this show. Sure. After two episodes, I do not love this show. It's it's okay. I see a um, lot of hate online. A lot of people just hating the show. Just totally. I, I, I think that's a little bit too it. extreme, and I think it's. I don't way, hate it. Way too early in the you know. Give me a, a you know another couple episodes, I guess first. Um, but I, I don't love it either. It's it's okay, but like you said, it's a lot of the same shit. It's you know Velma's got these abandonment issues with her mom. Very mean too. The show's yeah, very, mean. very mean at times. Very nasty. Vicious. You know, her, like, oh, her whole relationship with her father is I I don't know. Like I am I am all for new interpretations of characters that yeah. we already have existing relationships with. Um my guide to that, however, is that you do not kind of shit on the history or the legacy or the mythos of that character. Like if someone sure. does a new He-Man, I'm all for a new He-Man, but don't make fun of everything in past he-man you know what i mean yes and with this i feel like a lot of it is just where these writers are just taking shots at like all of the old scooby-doo things just because like oh look how that's that's that's, yeah that's most things now is let's we got to comment on the thing as it's happening we have to comment on the scenario we have to poke fun at the scenario like you can give me You can give me a Velma origin story. That's fine. Okay, how did she grow up to want to do mysteries and stuff? Okay, great. Yeah, sure. That doesn't mean we have to just throw away, like, just shit on the past fucking 50 years of of Scooby-Doo characters and history. There's no need for it. And it doesn't really accomplish anything except for the fact that everyone looks at you and goes, oh, I get it. Do you think Scooby-Doo should be in a Scooby-Doo kind of show? Like, do you think the show needs a Scooby-Doo here? No, not necessarily. I mean, you could always build up to that. Like, you know, right now the the story is based around Velma. So there's no reason for a Scooby-Doo. And, you know, we're, we're getting to know her relationships with the other characters that they all come to be, you know, the best friends and all that. It's just the constant... You know, like you said, it's everybody's the same character. Everybody's the wise ass. They they constantly want to throw it in your face about like this is an adult cartoon. So it's always this character grabbing this character and making out. And we can do sex and we can show nudity in the showers. And it's just like and like it starts with it. And I thought it was going to be like a, a like oh we're commenting on it, but then they keep doing it. So it's like oh we're just and that's the thing that. at some point. Yeah. You do it once, and it's like, oh, yeah. okay. okay, like this is yeah, a different setting, yeah. a different tone. That's fine, but after a while, it becomes like you're bludgeoning me over the head repeatedly with Milnir, and it's just like oh, not no. a welcome feeling. <laughs> I would think so. Getting hit <laughs> over and over and over in the head with a hammer 
is extremely less than pleasant. I could imagine. Who wants to be a whack-a-mole? And Nobody. that's that's what this show feels like. I'm, I'm willing to let it. I'm willing to give it more chances. Like I said, I didn't hate it, but there is an awful lot to not love about it. Right there with you. It's very, eh, you know. Uh, I I watch another episode because you know there's not a lot going on nowadays. So I watch another. Plus, it's like it's a half an hour show. It's not long. Yeah, it's quick. So, but you know, I'm a big fan of the Harley Quinn show. So I'm excited. I'm like, oh, another adult show on HBO. This is gonna be. It's not like that. They don't. Yeah. They don't do like that. This is not. so a lot of mixed reviews. Let us know what you think if you watch this. Because yeah, uh, get down in the comments here on YouTube, or obviously, you know, you know where to get in touch with us at this point. At Cardjomez everywhere. Let us know, Sunil. <laughs> One last thing I watched. Also oh, on before HBO. We, oh, before we oh, move on, let, let me oh, just wait. ask you something quick. Oh yeah. Did you, because I'm sure this is big on the internet, Velma in this show and Norville, I, you know, they're not white. Oh, yeah. What? What the fuck? So, how, like, I haven't really seen all the internet hatred spewed. I'm sure this has been an issue, though. So, what I see is, it's not really about that. It's mostly about the content of the show. Really? The, The jokes. Well, then, good. The jokes are very uh, make fun of a liberal thing. You know, it's very like they mm. do a lot of that kind of joke. So people are like, what kind of show is this? Like, what are you doing? Uh, so it's mostly like that. It's mostly the content. I've Obviously, I'm not deep in there. I'm sure yeah. there's plenty of people complaining that she's a brown girl now picking on the white Fred or something. I'm sure there's yeah. some shit like that. <laughs> but uh, no, mostly I'm just seeing is... Uh, it's just they're not they're not vibing with the show, especially the over the top hitting you hit with the hey, this is an adult cartoon. Yeah, that's the main. So right. Even like you said, I'm not I'm not deep into the Scooby Doo fandom. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. I know it exists. I'm sure it exists because that exists for everything. And Scooby Doo's been around forever and is beloved. Uh, but I'm not deep enough to really see you know all no. the like what the real people you know like when the Kevin Smith He Man show came out on Netflix. That one I saw, and it was pretty gross in a lot of circumstances. Sure, of course. Um, girls, girls holding a sword. What is this? Well, it wasn't even that. It was they took the one character of Andra, who only existed in a fucking comic book that pretty much no one has ever read. Um, but she was white in the comic book, and they turned mm. her into a black girl in the cartoon. And this was, you would the think, the, the universe. And even to this day, I see in my collectors' groups when they talk about making it an action figure everyone goes well i hope it's the original andra oh and it's like what, 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 are we, what are we doing here like it's like if he-man had a darker tan does he-man change it's so silly like it's still he-man it's so dumb well that was a big thing too because his ancestor was this guy king grayskull and in this series he's also a black man and he's voiced by the all-state man president palmer oh, he is black he, this was Cause for can't be nope, uh, yep, nope. We can't allow it. So when Mattel did the their crowdfunded Eternia playset, you know, from what a couple months ago now, the early bird bonus, if you backed it within the first week, you got a bonus King Grayskull figure. But it's the new King Grayskull, and people went, "Oh, I can take my time ordering this because I don't need that. I'll wait for when they put out the real King Grayskull." Oh my god. 
it's just people. It's just the things people want to complain about, bro. Complain when the show is bad. But like, listen, so as we record this, it's Monday. It's Martin Luther King Jr. Day, right? Yeah, it is. There are still, and I just found this out. So, you know, that's my fault. This is on me. I just found out that there are two states that still celebrate today as King Lee Day. Do you know what that is? No, what's that? So, obviously, King for Martin Luther King Jr. Lee is for Robert E. Lee, the Confederate (laughs) general, who also shares a birthday today. Wow. And there are still two states in the Union that celebrate today as King Lee Day. Mississippi and who else? I think one of them is Alabama. The other one is probably Mississippi. I don't know. <laughs> but it's just absurd. Absurd. Wow. Like, it couldn't be on different, further ends of the spectrum. You know, it's like when you walk onto the subway with one other person, you and that person sit as far away from each other in that car as possible. Of course. You get one side each. You go that side, I got this side. Exactly. See you later. And to to be here in 2023 and have this still happening is just it makes no sense to me whatsoever. Maybe I'm woke, Gomez. The woke is the term we use, right? Yes, that's Maybe right. Maybe I'm okay. woke. Oh goodness. <laughs> the fact that we're still celebrating a traitor to the to the country who actively took up arms because he wanted to defend his what he thought was his right to own people. Fuck this, man. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It is. No excuse. Ugh. Hmm. So, yeah, you were going to tell me about an HBO thing before I got sidetracked. And- no problem. Yes. Uh, one last thing I watched. I watched the new big. This is the big thing. The new the big? La- the new big thing, Joe. Oh, I thought you meant the new big. And oh, I was no. like, like what? Like, like uh, they rebooted big. Tom like, Hanks is back. It's Colin now. Like oh, it's Colin now. <laughs> uh, no, the big the new uh Sunday night HBO primetime show, The Last of Us, based off of the uh oh, the, the video, video game. game. Yes. Yeah. So I uh, I played the video game. I never finished it because uh, I didn't have uh, I never had the game. My little brother had it, so I would go over play it a little bit, and uh, it was cool. You know, it was a cool game. Uh, apparently, it's a big thing. They made a sequel Very a couple years yeah. ago. It's been remastered two times already. Games like ten years old. There's already two remasters of this game. Wow. Uh, it's a big deal. Uh, it's, they've been trying to make this uh, a movie. Mm-hmm. A TV show for years. They've been trying to do this. I found out Sam Raimi was supposed to do the movie, which is just, I just don't get it. It's totally not his thing. Like, it's so not the vibe of of the game or even the show. So I don't know. Uh, but now it's here. I believe it's eight, nine, ten episodes. One of those things. Uh, season premiere just dropped this week. And uh, it was pretty damn good, Joe. Pretty really? damn good. For those that don't know... It's kind of like a zombie Walking Dead show, but not really. Like zombies aren't a big focal point. Like they're there, they're oh, important. See, that's what I thought it was. Yeah, so like they're important, but it's more like in the game, like you're like doing a lot of searching, trying to find things, you know, like that. So I assume the the show's gonna be, you know, 
it's about a guy and a girl, and they're on a journey trying to get somewhere. He's trying to protect this girl. She may, she may be the cure to this uh, this thing, and so that's what the show is about, trying to get her there. So I can see people not being into that, right? Because Walking Dead, I mean, Walking Dead's still popular. There's still yeah, there's still spinoffs and everything happening, but it's not as popular. So Correct. I can see people not wanting to, but I mean, it's on HBO. They're giving it the the big spot, the Sunday night spot. HBO that's pretty fucking big. They put a lot of money into it. How long? And, it's an uh, hour, hour long episode. Hour, hour long episode. It was good. It was really good. First episode's really good. It's emotional. Like it anybody gets notable feels. in it? Yes, it's got the Mandalorian. Uh, Pedro Pascal is the really? main guy. And uh, the girl is also from Game of Thrones. I think uh, Bella Ramsey, I believe her name is. She played uh, a Mormont child, the little lady queen. So she's good. I believe Nick Offerman's in this show coming up. <laughs> so oh. that'll be interesting to see Ron Swanson playing the serious zombie apocalypse. He's character. one of those guys that it is so hard. It's for too me. much. He's too. I cannot. I cannot, cannot look at him. You know, and for the long and and I hate I hate being that guy. You know, like I oh it's it's you're an actor. Like of course, like why should anyone typecast you? You should be casting anything. But man, it has become so hard for me to see him in anything without going. Oh man, I just wish he was Ron Swanson. It's too it's too iconic. It's too much. Like yeah. it's anytime he's good in like smaller things when he's just kind of like just do. But when he's like doing a whole different, it's like, well, this is not. Well, he plays a lot of kooky characters too because he's like a very silly person. Yeah. So like he likes to be total opposite of Ron Swanson. So it's just so like what he the played. Fuck? Um, he was in. Uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. He had a you know couple episodes where he'd pop in, and and it was just okay. That's you're Ron Swanson though. And then he was on the Amazon series A League of Their Own, where he was yes, like, and it sounded great. Like he'd be a great coach, right? And it's just like mm, I guess <laughs> you just brought up Amazon. You just reminded me, bro. Do you remember that show you used to watch? The Tick. Uh, the Hunters, Hunters, or what's that? With, yeah, with, yeah, yeah. With Al Pacino. Season two just dropped. Just now? It was like five years ago. I know. So I just, like, I was watching Amazon, and the thing popped up. It's the second and final season. They already announced, like, I guess they got everyone together just to wrap up the story or something. Uh, I, I don't even remember saying. how it. <laughs> it's something about hunting Nazis or something, yeah, right? Yeah, Some yeah. shit like that. I just, I saw so it. I was like, it, it was about a bunch person. of older people who are still trying to find the Nazis who like got away and are hiding in plain sight, basically under different, you know, personalities and names and identities. And it turns out like Al Pacino is like the ringleader. He's the one like financing this and banking this. And if I remember correctly, the big swerve at the end was that he was actually a Nazi, the Nazi. Oh, that's crazy. That's a crazy thing. That's a crazy swerve. Well, if you, uh, Got a show to check out there, Joe. If you're still, yeah, interested. I uh, probably do that after this. I may uh, give an episode a watch since uh, the Penguins are no longer worth watching right now. Oh, it's they've had a fall from grace, Joe. Oh, it's it's it started it's, so good. It well, it it started actually started bad, it started real bad, and then, then it they got, got then it got they got real yeah. hot for a while where they were like, oh, okay, we're and now it's real bad again. <laughs> but so. Is there a chance that they could get good again or no? 
I mean, sure, there's a chance they could get good again, but now as the season progresses, it's almost yeah. you know you're, you're losing some space, you know, and yeah, they're the back teams half putting the points in the cool. bank right now. So who knows what's going to happen? It's you know, there's a chance they can miss the playoffs, which is not something I thought I was going to say coming into. I was going to say, when's the last time that's happened? They have the longest current, like active playoff streak in professional sports. Crazy. Look at you, so, you lucky son of a bitch. Yeah, I mean, like I, I was talking to a guy today who's also Playoff a Bengals Joe. fan. It's just, you know, these, these things happen. P- teams get old, and you, you get to that point where do you want to be heartless and get rid of the guys who have given you this yeah. great They should have got of, rid of these people, yes. but You know, but, like, that's the thing. Like, I love Evgeny Malkin. He spent his whole career with the Penguins. Could we have let him go? And reallocated that money into multiple players and getting better depth and putting more help around Sidney Crosby and and at defense, maybe possibly getting a better backup. Yeah, we could have done a lot of things. But at the end of the day, I love Evgeny Malkin. So every once in a while, you got to bite one. You got to bite the bullet. You got to show some loyalty so that someone wants to, you know, you you can't be heartless all the time because who's going to want to play for you, right? How many legitimate all-time franchise players do you get in a generation? No. And how many of them get to stay with their franchise? And I was going to say, you know, be be a franchise icon from, from the entirety of their career. As Mets fans, we really don't have that. Tom Seaver got fucking traded. The best real start to end Met is probably David Wright. Yes. And he's not going to be in the Hall of Fame. He was a very good player for a nice amount of time, but his career got short because, cut short because of injury. But, like, he's not going to be in the Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? The Penguins, we've had Mario Lemieux and Sidney Crosby and now Evgeny Malkin and even Chris Letang, who will probably go into the Hall of Fame. But do you want sustainability and to let these people fade out and take that money, use it on younger players, keep your – you know, or do you want to see these guys finish their careers where they started and, you know, have their numbers in the rafters? Because the Penguins didn't get to do that with Yaramir Yager. No, he played you know? for 400 teams. Yeah, played all over the world. Remember, he left the league for three years. Yes. To, and to it came back, Russia. it was just as good. It's crazy. And, yeah. So it's one of, you know, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. You know, you're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. You know what you're getting into by signing these extensions and these contracts to older players. But at the same time, like, they're also players who hold long-term value for this franchise because it's not like they're going to stop making Malkin, Crosby, and Latang jerseys tomorrow if they retired. Yeah. You know, people will be buying them for years. Same thing, like with exactly the guy you're wearing right now. Eli Manning jerseys are going to be sold for the next fifty years. Yes, sir. Always. People still buying Lawrence Taylor. Still buying yeah. all that shit. I see. I, I you know, if you Verde jerseys. I would buy a Chad Pennington jersey right now if you showed it to That was my guy. I love Chad Pennington. Sure. So go back. Don't go out of style, baby. No, they don't. You know, and then you kind of, even people who didn't get to watch them play, like, honestly, by the time I really became invested in football, Lawrence Taylor's career wasn't over, but he wasn't the mid-80s monster Lawrence Taylor. He was toked out of his mind. Yeah. (laughs) You know, but like, would I rock a Lawrence Taylor jersey? Fuck yeah. Of course. You know, would would I go get some fucking Gale Sayers 
or Dick Butkus jersey, some fucking Bart Starr, some guy never was probably dead before I even was born type. Yeah, why not? I get it. I hate buying a new jersey and then someone leaves. Whoa, it's the worst. Like, this is going to sound ridiculous. I love Roberto Clemente. Sure. Roberto Clemente was dead probably seven, eight years before I was even born. But I... Everything I've all the any footage I've ever seen of him, I I think he's amazing. Would have been exciting to watch. I love his story. Any biography that ever gets put out there, I'm in a hurry to go read about Roberto Clemente. I just love it. I buy a Roberto. I I think I probably still have two Roberto Clemente shirts closet. Love it. It's great. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. So you, you gotta you gotta take care of those those franchise guys. But at the same time, you also got to understand you're probably setting your franchise back a little while to do so. Got to have that bone. What sucks for you is you got two guys, right? So it's not, it's not just one. You got to have Crosby. Oh. Three. Latang as well. So that's, that, that's what sucks for you. Like usually it's one person. You bite the shit. It's like, oh, all right. But you got to give out three contracts. So you got fucking either one line that's just horse shit. Oh, you got three lines, you know? It's like, you I know, and, and Malkin and Latang both took team friendly deals this year. So, it's very nice. They did them. the, yeah, they basically took pay cuts. They got their money over extended periods of time to be less of a salary cap hit. But, you know, Chris Latang had a stroke a month ago. Jesus Christ. And it's now his second stroke. And then, a couple of weeks after the stroke, number one, he came back in like two weeks. That's insane. Cleared playing hockey at the NHL level. And now his dad just died. Jesus. So the man has That's had a, a horrible, year. horrible month what and a half. Fucking here. year, bro. <laughs> Holy shit. Ah, oh, but Gomez, on to happier things. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the theme for this month was sequels we didn't know existed this was voted on you the fans the passengers of the car jomez podcast you voted you wanted us to watch sequels we may or may not know exist oddball obscure why do these exist at all types of sequels and i think why does this exist at all is the perfect question to ask when we discuss this week's movie gomez showgirls to pennies from heaven now when you said the title last week, I thought it was pennies from heaven, like multiple pennies, like a barrage of pennies. But no, it's penny apostrophe S as this singular penny. She yes. is from heaven. Yes. I was trying to, to do that. I was like, no, it's the name. It's the person. I thought it was multiple. I thought they were all named Penny. Oh, Yes. So apparently this person was in the first movie. I don't know showgirls like this. Bro, (laughs) I own showgirls on DVD. I have no idea who the fuck Rita Ripple is. Okay, good. Because I'm like, I was looking it up. I said, wait a minute. She was reprising her. What the fuck? So let me give give you a little background. Please do. First off, this movie is from 2011. Yes, the first Showgirls came out in 1995. 95, God. Why it took 16 years to get a sequel for such a high performing movie (laughs) is unbeknownst to me. But this movie is directed 
produced, written by, edited by, and starring Rena Riffle, who apparently played the character Penny Slot in the original Showgirls. Okay. No idea. <laughs> no idea. So. No idea. <laughs> now, she was originally cast in the first movie to play the role of Crystal, mm. who is like the older showgirl who's being eventually that was Gina Gershon. Gina Gershon's character. Okay. Okay. The so she was originally cast for that, but they said she looked too young to play an aging showgirl. So they moved it. her into this other character, which is fine because we're talking in this one, yeah. she looks like the kind of aging showgirl. Yeah, now she expect. could play it because it's been you 16 know, 15 years, years before yeah. she would. Yeah, that's a long time. Obviously. So yeah. I, I get it. But the story in this, it has nothing to do what with story? the original story. There's a lot of story here. There's a lot going on, a lot to process <laughs> and a lot to unpack. Penny Slot is still a Vegas stripper all these years later. Yes. Although, after being a stripper for a minimum of 16 years, she refuses to say she's a stripper and that she's a dancer. And she's going to be a big star at dancing. And she wants to get on this show called, called Star Dancers. And it's just a TV show with people dancing. And, you know, and then they like, you know, it's fancy and shit. I guess like fame. So she, she picks up and leaves Vegas to head to Hollywood and try to become a star. And let's just say it doesn't necessarily work out for her. Oh, you don't say. <laughs> so Gomez, I know you and I were texting together and I was actually going to save the movie for the next morning. But when you started texting me, I was like, I think I need to drop everything and watch this movie now. For those of you who watched along, or for those of you who have an interest in watching this, let me set this up for you. It is a two and a half hour fucking movie. Bro, that right there is just insane. I couldn't believe that this movie just kept going and going and going. So I think it's best if, if you try to, if you chime in first here, Gomez. Tell me your immediate thoughts. Well, I believe I saw the the budget was like 30,000, 40,000. And boy, you could tell cuz the movie starts and Joe's text to me was, "Is this just a porno?" <laughs> because the graphics I, 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 we do better graphics on this podcast right here, bro. Yeah. Our our graphics are so much better than so, what you see here. Rena Riffle. And this is 2011. It's not like, you know, at-home editing software didn't exist. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it was very easy to go and, and, you know, bootleg a copy of Final Cut Pro at this point. It's so easy. Apparently, Rena Riffle did not get that memo. (laughs) What did she edit? She didn't edit nothing. These scenes, they last forever. (laughs) They last forever. The cuts are, you know, like, and, and like, I am not the most discerning eye when it comes to filmmaking. You know, there's, you know, there, there are people who like Gomez is a legitimate cinephile and he yeah. notices things like, oh, you know, the background in this and the cinematography and the layout and the camera. Sh- like, I, I just want to, you know, just give me a fucking story. Oh. I'm just trying to, you know, like, I'm not, I don't get that deep in it. And even in this movie, like, I genuinely thought it was an early 90s porn movie because it was filmed like shit, it was edited like shit, it was acted like shit, 
but this movie fucking rules. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, does it just? Oh goodness! This, this movie. movie... <laughs> what are you talking about? This movie's terrible, bro. This movie, it's not sexy. It's ter- like, bro, they don't get nothing right in this movie. There are scenes that are edited where people are standing in different spots when they cut. Okay, uh, scenes go on for way too long. There are stripper scenes and sex scenes that are some of the most unsexy things you've yes. ever seen in your fucking life, bro. There is no sexiness to this movie. It's None. insane. And there's nudity, but there's no... It's just... Oh, my it, God. So, when you're a, an adolescent, you know, when you're, like, in your teenage years, and the idea of seeing boobs on film is quite appealing. Sure. At least it, it was to me. The first showgirls, of course, right? Yeah, it was a big deal, you know, but like any chance I got where like if I was at a video store and I could kind of get away with getting some kind of B comedy, you know, where I knew that like like meatballs, like, yeah, I want to watch sure. meatball, like, uh, you know, there's, oh, and there's, there's meatballs two and meatballs three and meatballs four. Yes, I want to watch all of those because I am a horny 15 year old kid and I want to see boobs. Any chance I get. And you know what? It was always the best. The best Every single time. It was always until Showgirls 2. <laughs> it ruined boobs for me. What a streak. <laughs> the Goldberg streak a shit on the Joe Boob streak here. <laughs> oh, goodness. I don't I... understand how. You can do anything in this movie and at the end of the day say, yep, I I directed this, I produced this, I wrote this, I edited this, and I started in this, and I am proud of this. Where do you get that? <laughs> She's very proud. <laughs> I read I was reading interviews with her during the, the, this past week, and like she really was like, and I, I get. I guess because she made it, right? It's a big deal to make a movie. When you when you put your your effort and your time and your passion into something, I get that it's your baby and you yeah. want it, you you want to love it, and you want it to be loved. And I but there still comes a sense of objectivity that needs to go along with that. Like I understand that this is not the podcast for everyone. You know what I mean? Sure, of course. People don't necessarily want to come to people who talk about everything. If I want to hear about movies, I'll just go to the expert on movies. But if you want a little column A, a little column B, a little bit of the green beans and a little bit of the pot roast, you come here for everything. We are a smorgasbord of a pop culture podcast. This is a buffet and you get a little bit of everything here. So Rena Riffle here. She's trying to have it with all the tasks in movie making. And it doesn't appear that she's good at any of them. <laughs> Gotta pick one, baby. <laughs> Jack of all trades, master of none. <laughs> like I it is it looks and sounds and is put together so poorly within the first even few minutes. Yeah, as soon the as graphics, the graphics, the title page, the yes. 
where I genuinely thought it was an early 90s porn. And I had to go look up what year this was made because I'm like, oh, this must have. I could have sworn you told me 2000 something last week. But then just from watching the first three minutes, I'm like, oh, this has got to be like in the immediate aftermath of Showgirls where they just took whatever money was found in the couch cushions and put together a movie. I wish. It was done 12 years ago. The technology had progressed a long fucking way. (laughs) How, How does this look and sound and is just completely as bad as it is? It's like she filmed it on a camcorder, used the camcorder to edit it, you know, did like the basic little settings. It's just, it's rough, bro. It is rough. And the fact that it's two hours and 25 minutes, it's all that time because you get every minute of movie. There is an hour that can be cut out of this. 100%. Everything Easy, drags on. Right? Every scene, every is single scene too is long. entirely too long. The whole thing with just her trying to get to Hollywood in the first place. Yes, takes where forever. She, she is a hitchhike. She's picked up by a. You know, she's hitchhiking to Hollywood. She's picked up. She's left on the side of the road. Which she, already, where she got left, bro. She was so there. Someone dumber than. <laughs> first of. She's taken to this place where the guy... It's a barn. It's a, a barn. fucking barn on the side of the road. And I guess it was supposed to be like some happening hot spot because he goes to her, oh, go inside and get us a seat. I got to go grab my wallet out of the car. There is no people there. There is it no lights dark. on. It was we dark. never even... You never even see the inside because you know there's no the need barn. to get yourself a fucking table it's a barn and you know how i know it's a barn because it was fucking red that's how you know it's a barn it was a barn but it's not even like oh inside the barns there's speakeasy no there was no lights it was dark you couldn't see anything <laughs> this fucking movie bro once she's left on the side of the road, she just starts walking because what else is she gonna do? What else is she gonna do? And she happens upon a pimp and and <laughs> his girl, and then uh, th- there's a double murder a as double she walks murder. out of the woods, and now she's a uh, a suspect. Bro, bro, there's a double murder. She goes, "Oh, I need to change my identity," and then she puts on the murderer's the outfit murderer's outfit, yes, oh with the blood God. all over it. This movie. What is happening? Oh, what a fucking movie, bro. I can't believe so it's a showgirls too. I am Gomez, I'm gonna be honest with you. I love this. <laughs> I can't believe it. this is the epitome of watching a car crash. It's like terrible. it is it's awful. And you know you shouldn't like it. And you know you shouldn't want to see this. But as it just kept going and it got more and more ridiculous, every scene was more ridiculous than the one that preceded it. And I just could not wait to see how this fucking story kept going. You see, so I've it when it first starts, definitely I was um I was definitely like, okay, this is terrible. What the fuck is happening? Laughing along. But because it is two hours and 25 (laughs) minutes long, bro, because of that, 
that kills it. It was just it would kept going. I was like, ha ha. But by thirty minutes, I'm like, okay, I've I got it. I got it. I got it. I don't need that. And it just kept going. And it was so fucking bad. I can't believe it, bro. I I wanted to shut it off, but I can't do that. I need to I need to see how this ended. Oh, absolutely. You have to see how it ended. I mean, I just didn't. so they could get one single fucking joke in two hours after the joke was first made, bro, and first not even a good joke with a bad delivery. Just the movie's bad. Like, if you haven't already watched it, don't go see it. Please don't. Don't I'll tell it. Do not watch this movie. You will be angry because you watched this movie. Honestly, I'm expecting people to be mad at me this week because I I picked this movie. <laughs> you did. It's my fault. If you watch this, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I it was, it's, it's hard to find, right? It's on Amazon. It's not really on places. So if you ain't on Amazon renting this movie, you ain't seeing this shit anywhere. I can't believe this movie exists. I can't believe it's even on Amazon. Like This is something that I would just disappear from the face of the earth, I would imagine. One of those out of print, can't find it nowhere. Nope. Amazon. Just to, be, just to be rediscovered in 30 years by Joe Bob Riggs. Oh, my. Goodness, it's just what a what a fucking terrible movie, bro. Ah, oh, Gomez, hit the music. Are you a man? A double main man? Are you a man? A triple main man? A man, man, man? A quadruple main man? Are you- All right, <laughs> showgirls two pennies from heaven. Where does this fall on your main man standards? This may be one of the hardest rankings I've ever had to do in my entire life. I know this is bad. I know it. I, I, I'm, I'm certain of it. I know what I saw. I know what I watched. But there's just something about this fucking movie. Uh, it does not take the crown of the worst movie we've ever watched for this podcast. So I think that's a plus. That is a plus. Uh, It is also not a good movie. No. So I am going to give it. I mean, it's pretty fucking terrible. And like Gomez said, the length makes it just unfucking bearable. Uh, I'm going to give it a one and a half main man. Single Mm. and a half. Mm. I'm going to give it a half. A half a main man. This movie is one of the worst things I ever saw in my life. It is just, you can have some fun with it, but it wears out its welcome. So the fun does not last, folks. So do not see this fucking movie, please. Avoid at all costs. Oh, man. Oh, what a way to start obscure sequel month oh, on yes. podcast by making us never want to watch another sequel again. <laughs> never again will we do. <laughs> oh, all right. So I got some choices for next week, Joe. Mm, I, you know what? Don't tell me them. Look at the list, and you pick it yourself because. I obviously can't be in charge of making decisions. So you look at that list, Gomez, and you just tell me what we're going to watch next week. So all these movies are on VOD, and they will be on the Twitch. I did not put Showgirls on the Twitch because there's nudity, and I would get kicked off for the Twitch. So for this week, whatever we watch, 
I will put it on the Twitch for everyone to see. Um, I think I'm going to go with this one here. We're going to watch Brady Bunch in the White House. What? Joseph, did you know that they made a third Brady Bunch movie to those 90 Brady Bunch movies that we all know and love? I did not. Well, they made a third one. Would Mr. Brady becomes the president of the United States of America. <laughs> this stars, I believe it stars, it definitely has the same dad, you know, from the movies. What are Let we me doing? Check. What are we doing? <laughs> Bro, it's what these people picked. I mean, what are we doing? It's, the choices are not very good. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Does Alice get to go to the White House too? It's got everyone. So the kids are different, obviously, but it's got the same parents, and I would guess the same Alice. Let me see. I'm trying to look here real fast. <laughs> Brady Bunch in the White House. Oh, Joe. I mean, come on. Don't you love? Don't you love this oddballs? I mean, listen. The other choices weren't as good. You know what? Yeah, in all honesty, I do love this because it's better than six weeks of horror. Whoa, what the fuck, bro? How do you even say that? Very easily. It's, the, it's not even true. It's the because you you love you love it. You love that. What are you talking about? We had Tommy Sapienza, who is uh listens to this show every week. And we said, you know, we said we thought the uh, nostalgia movies would win. The you know, the childhood yeah. movies we haven't seen in a while. And he said, I think we all voted. For the sequels, just so we could hear the reactions. Oh and, boy, they're coming! And God damn it, Tommy Sapienza, you got in some reactions now. Mike Brady becomes the president of the United States and names Carol as his VP. <laughs> but of course, so it stars the same dad, Gary you know Cole. That's technically illegal, right? And bro, you know who's <laughs> Shelley Long is back as Carol Brady. <laughs> This is from 2002. It's an hour and 28 minutes. And uh, I can't wait to see this, bro. Brady Bunch in the White House. Unbelievable. So you can watch that along with us over on Gomez's Twitch this week. Twitch.tv slash Movie. Gomez, put that in a crawl at the bottom of the screen here. You got it, baby. That way everyone can see it. Make it flash, too, like neon lights, oh. like the name Dirk Diggler. It's so powerful. It's going to fucking explode. Twitch.tv slash Movie. Brady Bunch in the White House. That's for next week. <laughs> but before we get there, Gomez. <laughs> got to wrap this bad boy up, baby. <laughs> Hit it. It is now time for the big Right, folks, big finish time. The wheels up. Let's spin it. Top three Brady's. Oh, today's big finish. Top three Nicktoons. These are cartoons that were on Nickelodeon. Hmm. All right. 
Here we go. I mean, obviously, I'm going to go Ren and Stimpy is obviously my number one. My number one, I think, would probably be Rugrats. Ooh, Rocco, Modern Life, definitely going to be up there. Might be number two. I'm oh, that's a good one. I, I really enjoyed Rocco's Modern Life. But wouldn't, I think the number one has to be SpongeBob, right? I mean, you know, SpongeBob would be number three, I guess. Definitely. I love me some SpongeBob, but growing up, Ren and Stimpy was my shit. Um, I love Our Real Monsters. Ooh, let me see. I didn't even look at a list. Let me see. That was off the dome here. Let me see. Nick oh, I forgot this one. This one's going to make my list. Uh, SpongeBob was a big deal, crossed over into all forms of pop culture. I mean, we all had some kind of SpongeBob merchandise, even as adults. Um, I had a SpongeBob bong for a while. So they love it. That's love um, So I'm going to keep SpongeBob there. Rugrats, uh, I can still watch Rugrats. I think it's, it's still fun for me to watch. But the last entry on my list is going to be Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's a great one. That's that's love that Ninja Turtles. Those were some good ass Ninja Turtles. It was only two seasons, but it's a great show. Yes, it is. Mm, look at that. We killed that big finish this week, bro. Smashed. Absolutely smashed. Smashed it. Mm. Hit him with them plugs so we can get out of here, baby. Uh, thank you guys for watching and listening. Remember to subscribe to this show wherever it is that you are consuming it, whether that be Apple, Spotify, Podbean, YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Share it with your friends, if you will. Leave a five-star review. Screenshot that review. Tweet it to us at Jomez if you'd like to win an autographed 8 by 10 as a token of our appreciation major wrestling figure podcast live 15 this week in orlando you know i'll be there i'm not even a surprise anymore i'll be selling gimmicks before the show because i'm so not a surprise um follow me on all my social media at car jomez maybe pick up one of these fancy shirts so we can pay our podcasting fees over at pro wrestling slash joe shoes I'm the Gomez154 on Instagram and Twitter. And don't forget that for next week, we will be watching Brady Bunch in the White House. You can watch it along with us over at twitch.tv slash mezmovie, M-E-Z-M-O-V-I-E. Make sure you hit the follow button. That way you're alerted whenever Gomez puts up some fancy movies or some hard-to-find content. And because we keep doing this, so it's a good way to follow along and watch what we're watching. Yes. But, Gomez, with that all being said, that's Amore, cowboy. Peace. Peace.